Lindsay and I have been playing a lot of the game called Wordsy on our cellular phones. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like cryptozoology. Wordsy is essentially Scrabble, but for dumb people. Folklore. We are the dumb ones. Urban legends. Our sister-in-law, Janet, is beating everybody at the game. Anything spooky related. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Hey, get a load of this. Every single week since we decided to download Wordsy on our phones, Lindsay and I will both research a topic separately. Lindsay will go play Wordsy outside and I will go play, what's the one, Quiz Up outside. Mm -hmm. And then we come back inside of our house and we discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to the game Wordsy. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to dedicate, I guess, my portion of the show to our sister-in-law, Janet, who is beating everyone on Wordsy. We were a little bit, by we, I mean Lindsay, my mom, and me. We were a little bit apprehensive to let Janet know about the game because she is, how do you say it, a smart person. Yeah. And we are, how do you say it? Not a smart person. We are not a smart person. We're not Janets. No, no. You know what? I'm going to start referring to smart people as Janets. (laughs) So we're a couple of anti-Janets. And we started playing Wordsy and then we sent Janet the invite and then Janet went, Okay, I'll play Wordsy. And then she's crushing us at Wordsy. Yeah, definitely. Anybody else playing Wordsy? We'll play on Wordsy. Yeah, we yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. I have a lot of games going on. <laughs> I think you and I have what? Four separate It doesn't matter. We could talk about Wordsy all all week, all day, all yeah, night. All the time. Well, what on earth? Are there any updates? Is there anything going on around Oh, I have something fun. It's not really spooky related, but it's kind of funny. An update? Yeah. Um, it wasn't Cardi B's tweet from earlier, correct? No. She okay. has some pretty raunchy tweets, and <laughs> they're very funny, and I think that's what the world needs right now. Yeah. But um, no, this one is a pizza owner, a pizza place owner in Delaware. I thought you meant just a pizza owner. Like <laughs> You and I have both just, temporarily been pizza owners multiple times. Yeah, that is true. And then they go away. People have owned, like everybody at one point has probably been a pizza owner. Yeah, don't let me forget to ask you a question as soon as you're done telling me that, <laughs> telling us this. Okay, well, the owner of this Delaware pizzeria, a robber came in with a machete to attack everyone. Okay, props to the robber wielding a machete. Props to the robber? No, we don't want to say props to the robber holding a machete. I mean, who carries a machete these days? That's, That's all I'm saying. No. How about yeah. what an inventive robber? What a crazy person. Yeah, but like a machete's. Inventive yeah. would be like, hey, I built this robot that's going to rob you. <laughs> yeah. My, it's called, Not I a call, machete. I call it a robot. Oh, you a mean robot? robot? <laughs> no. You, you mean robot? No. I mean robot. Uh, this is Robin, your pizza place. <laughs> Robin is the first name. Your pizza place is the last name. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we, okay. Hi, I'm. My name is Robin. This is Ya Pizza Place. So wait, the name of the pizza place is called Robin Ya Pizza Place. No, the name of the robot. The name of the robot is called Robin. Last name Ya Pizza Place. Yeah, because it so, robs your pizza place. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I got that part, but, but are are you? So you? We'll get to your story. Uh, yeah. You you essentially just named the robot. So in your fiction, the person who built this robot named the robot, first and last name, Robin, yeah. your pizza place. Yeah. And this robot is only designed to rob pizza places. Well, no, it robs other places too. It's just, it's funnier when it robs a pizza place because the name is Robin, your pizza yeah, place. <laughs> but wouldn't it be confusing if this robot went to rob, let's just say a Toys R Us and it said, stick them up, I'm Robin, your pizza place. 
then it'd went, be funny. Wait, this is a toy store. There's a yeah. pizza place up the road. It would cause confusion, but it'd be funnier, you know? Why not just call it Robin, Robin, your business? I guess. Well, not... that one could be for every... Pl- okay, tell us sure. about the machete thing. Well, this happened on July 14th, and the owner of the pizzeria to get the robber to leave threw a whole pizza at the robber, and it worked. It worked? Yeah, the robber, like, fled and got scared. <laughs> Wait, okay, well... So it's like, you came in with a machete, which is pretty intense. Yeah? What you intended to do with it, probably not great. Slice and dice. Maybe he just wanted to cut up pizza. That's what I was thinking. Like, maybe the maybe the robber came in and it was this new... Because, you know, resumes are getting old. They're all tired. Everyone's yeah. resume looks the same. How do I spice up my resume? I know. In-person resume. I'll bring a machete in play pretend like I'm going to rob the place mm-hmm. and then jump behind the counter and go, give me all your pizzas to cut. And then you go behind. Well, he didn't start- do a very good job because the robber, well, maybe that's what the owner knew. He's like, I'm going to throw this pizza at you. Yeah. And if you can chop it up into evenly six or to eight, whatever slices. Lindsay, it's eight. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I didn't work at a pizza place like you did. Yeah, I worked at Domino's. Not trying to brag, <laughs> but in high school, I worked at Domino's. And I loved threw it. it. Threw it at the robber. Yeah. Robber failed. Yeah. So okay. you better work on your resume because your machete's not working. I wonder if the owner, as the robber was was running away, said, "Come back next week and step your game up if you really want to work at this place." Yeah, or like I like to think like the robber got scared and left, and then the owner turned around to his other employees and was like, "Everybody's just not cut out for the pizza slice, you know," <laughs> and just left it, at, and they went back to their business. <laughs> and then all the the pizza shops employees were like what a weirdo they were like that was the scariest thing that's ever happened to us i'm quitting the owner puts on his shades and goes not me (laughs) i've seen a lot i not me and then put his shades that wasn't the scariest thing i've seen i've stabbed a guy well that's the only like weird news that i had was i was i thought i was thinking of some news and then i forget it because you said you were going to ask me a question but uh you know what you forgot now, if huh? i don't remember it's really not worth it it was probably just like oh here's a thing that sounds like a thing i know uh yeah. oh well hey what about this speaking of pizza which sometimes the sauce on the pizza can drip speaking of drip yeah our show is brought to you dear listeners by native language clothing the makers of the swaggiest drip I think I have ever, I've seen probably since Jinko's came out. Yeah. So if you want to check out some sweet swaggy drip, you can by going to nativelanguageclothing.com or on Instagram, nativelanguageco, and check out their website, add some swaggy drip to your cart, and enter the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all one word, all lowercase, and get 30% off your order of your new swaggy drip. Do you think the pizza owner was wearing native language when he did that? Like... He was like, oh, I can handle this. I'm going to throw this pizza. I really hope so, because I think for dear any business owner ever who's in charge specifically of wardrobe or I guess at at a certain point, it kind of ends up being like your workplace costume. I don't know. Like if I I think Best Buy, I think Domino's where I worked. You kind of wear a pizza costume. Yeah. Let's rethink all wardrobe for work and do like some swaggy matching native language drip for your workplace. Okay. I think that would be great. You know, that made me kind of think of Halloween costumes in a way because like, okay, some people dress up like different professions. They dress up like a nurse or... A pizza shop owner. Yeah. (laughs) But there isn't people like dressing up like Best Buy employees. No. Like why don't we have a group of people that do that? Well, we do. They're Best Buy employees. (laughs) <laughs> so are they always are like dressed up for Halloween? They're always dressed up for some special occasion, I guess, at a Best Buy. I don't know. I think I found my costume this year. What is our show about? I don't know. Do you want me to get into my topic? It's kind of beefy. Okay. Speaking of pizza. It's raw. It's my my topic is about raw meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty beefy and pepperoni y. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, my spooky topic this week besides pizza is the Bennington Triangle of Vermont. I don't know anything about the first two words. I know a little bit about Vermont, but I don't know Bennington Triangle. Okay, so there's obvious there's like a region in Vermont, and it's kind of like a mountainous, foresty region, and it has a bunch of like 
folklore and weird paranormal lore around it. Okay, the Bennington Triangle. Yes, in Vermont. And the reason it has this is because a lot of people went missing in this area. So there was a town, um, which is now pretty much a ghost town. Nobody lives there. It was a logging town, and it was called Glastonbury. Glastonbury is a cool name for a town. Well, it's pretty much abandoned because the logging business just went down and it's just been kind of sitting there. But before all of this, when people lived there and would go there, a bunch of people ended up missing and never were solved and never were found. Up in, where is it? Glastonbeeble? What's it called? <laughs> Glorgenglag? It's called Glastonbury. Glastonbury sounds like the name of a music festival. Well, maybe it could be like a spooky Glastonbury music festival. We tried to like raid the... Area 51. Area 51. Yeah. Maybe that's when everything started going bad. Like, we threatened the government because we were going to go find their aliens, and now yeah. look what happened. So you're saying our current... Our current situation is because we tried to get in Area 51, and the okay. aliens are mad. It's so, so it's specifically the fault of Maddie Roberts, who started yeah. the whole thing. Okay. Conspiracy theory, yes. Tell me more about <laughs> Glastonbury. Okay, so in 1945, a five-year span of disappearances began in the Bennington Triangle without any trace of these people. The first person that went missing was a 70-year-old um, local hunting guide. So she was pretty experienced. Her name was Mitty Rivers. And she had led a party of four hunters around the area of a place called Hell Hollow. Okay, pretty telling name. Or Heck Hollow. Thank you. <laughs> um, and this was in the southwest woods of the Glastonbury. Wait, was you saying the name of that town kind of like the first like borderline swear on our show? Hell Hollow? Hey! Heck Hollow? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we can bleep it out. Heck Hollow. It'll be fine. So the 74-year-old hunting guide, very experienced, out with four hunters, got lost from them and they couldn't find this person. After the unsuccessful initial search, many believe that the knowledgeable woodman woodsman would be able to survive and surface in town because they're like, well, if you know they got mixed up, they'll show up in town eventually because they're really knowledgeable about this stuff. They're really good at being outside. But that was not the case. 300 concerned locals immediately started searching. Uh, the U.S. Army soldiers dispatched from Massachusetts, Fort Devens, and for eight days, not a single trace, not even a shred of evidence, just gone. Okay, so this reminds me of those stories about the whole missing 411 sort of a deal. Kind of, yeah. Where people just vanish with zero trace whatsoever, no clues as to when they left, how they left, why they left. Right, just completely gone. Um, the second disappearance was Paula Weldon. Uh, Weldon was an 18-year-old student at the Bennington College. She decided to take a hike on a trail during the Thanksgiving break when she was still at school. Uh, she told her peers where she was going, but never returned home. Okay. She was wearing easy-to-spot clothing. It said that she had bright red on, just in case. Maybe a native language outfit. Maybe a native language, you know, velour pants. <laughs> Because they were back in 1946. Yeah. She was on a long trail near the Glastonbury Mountain, um, which was pretty fairly marked. It said that it wasn't, you know, graveled like a lot of trails are today, but it was a pretty well-known trail. Massive search party. More than a thousand people showed up. U.S. Army again. No anything showed up. Then they finally did an aircraft of the woods. Oh, they and, like, flew, flew over. over. Yeah. Not one clue. Huh. Okay. Well, yeah. Then I, I was going to say, I wonder where they're going, but we literally have no idea. And the thing that's crazy is these cases are still open today. They're still open from the 40s? Yes. Like, they still have not found anything. Holy moly. I mean, pardon my French, but... Yeah. So exactly three years to the day after Paula Weldon vanished, there was a 68-year-old man named James E. Tedford. And this one's really creepy. Okay. So he boarded a bus to Bennington after visiting relatives in another part of Vermont in St. Albans. Um, numerous eyewitnesses, including the driver, confirmed that Tedford had been in his seat and he was going to the very last stop 
before Bennington. That's where the bus ended. So he was the last person on the bus, and it was basically him and the driver. It was later at night. And when the driver pulled into Bennington, Tedford was nowhere to be found. The bus hadn't stopped. It stopped at, like, other stops before that, but, like, he was still on the bus after these stops. So they were just driving the bus, and then all of a sudden he was not on the bus anymore. So the driver never saw him got off the bus. Correct. never saw him get off the bus. Yeah, and and at one point it was just him and Tedford on the bus going to the last stop, and they didn't stop anywhere between that. That's very weird yeah so then he got to his stop and then he was like gone hey buddy here's your stop what the heck he wasn't even on the bus but what was really weird was that tedford's luggage was still sitting on his seat yeah that is weird huh it said that tedford would have disappeared from the seat on the bus while traveling down route seven through the bennington triangle i want do you think he was maybe hiding out in the bathroom having like a little emergency situation back in the day i don't know if they had potties on the bus because it was three it said three (laughs) years after paula weldon and paula weldon was 1946 so in the 1950s i bet they didn't even have a potty on the bus they didn't have bus potties i doubt it i mean i guess but like what he went into the potty and went down the toilet where did he go he hid there because he was having a bad day a bad bathroom day (laughs) We've well, all, I'm sure we've they all probably checked the toilet. I don't know. I mean, they never if, found him. What if? What if he's still in that bus on the, in the toilet, having a bad bathroom half? <laughs> what is it? What is it called? Century. Do yeah. you think? What if the driver went back to the bathroom after he noticed no one was on the bus, knocked on the door, and he heard a voice, what sounded like the dude, who mm-hmm. went occupied. He went, oh, okay, sorry, I'm just looking for a missing guy. He was the only other person on the bus. And then he didn't realize that was him in the bathroom. Just like, oh, maybe it's just some other random person having a bad bathroom day. That's probably exactly what happened. And then he disappeared forever. He was embarrassed. Yeah, I could be a detective. Yeah. I'm very smart. Yeah. You know? Um, (laughs) Nearly a year later, in mid-October 1950, eight-year-old Paul Jepson went missing. He was last seen happily playing by the family pickup truck with his mother. She left for not even five minutes to tend to the pigs and (laughs) where her husband and the caretakers were. And she went back to the truck and he was completely gone. So the only reason why I laughed is because just saying tend to the pigs is just a a funny thing to say out of context. (laughs) But this so she went back to tend the pigs. Tend to the pigs. Tend to the pigs. Tea to the peas. Yeah. And she came back. Gone. Gone. Eight-year-old boy, gone. And hundreds assembled for a search party. Even New Hampshire brought some sheriffs over. They brought bloodhounds to sniff out the missing boy. One of the dogs was able to pick up his scent, but then it just abruptly lost the scent on a trail in the middle of the woods and never was able to pick it up again. That's what's really bizarre. I I think even on some of those missing 411 things, when you have police dogs or search dogs that are designed to smell a thing and find the thing. Dogs, I mean, another reason why I'm very smart, I don't know if a lot of people know this, dogs' noses are good, you know, in general. Right. So to, to search out a scent and then for the dog to have no idea, left, right, straight, whatever, where the scent, it just goes away. Right. To me, that is so, that's mind-blowing. Well, and if it just stops, like if an animal got him or something, like it, you would still smell the scent. You would think so, yeah. You would, you know, I don't know. It's very weird. But there are conspiracies around it, um, of course, that people think that the parents killed their son and fed him to the pigs. Okay, well, that took a turn, but yeah, <laughs> I've heard of people, you know, disposing of bodies by feeding them to pigs. Right, but I mean, I don't know much about this case and what the parents, like, I mean, that seems a little odd that in the Bennington Triangle, the parents would just kill their eight-year-old boy and give him to the pigs. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, and it seems like a really easy theory. Like, it just seems really easy to say or think about really quick. 
But, you know, you also have to take into, in, in, into consideration something that we don't know, the relationship of the family, if the parents were malicious or whatever else. But you have to keep in mind, too, towns will talk. Oh, of course they will. And, you know, but the weird thing, though, was the boy's father was telling the newspapers that before his disappearance, the boy would talk about nothing else but the lure of the mountains. He kept making up stories about this magic in the mountains and this thing living in the mountains. Okay, now that leads me to believe the parents did not feed their son to the pigs. I don't know. I mean, it's just a whole weird story, but I guess the boy was like obsessed with talking about the mountains that were in the Bennington Triangle. So, I mean, when they did the search parties and stuff, they were like, maybe he tried to go there. Maybe he tried to run to go to the mountains. But still, the dogs weren't picking up the scent. So, And you would think that maybe some neighbors would have seen the kid run in a certain direction. You would think. Or something. Because she was only gone for like five minutes. Yeah, tending to the pigs. Tending to the pigs. Yeah, as you do. Unless she was tending to the pigs by feeding them her son. Or if she was tending to the pigs one by one, individually feeding them small grains of food. Yeah. There's the old saying, tend to the pigs in five minutes or less. If it takes you more than five, <laughs> you are you need to get rid you're of it. not at least the best. Not the best. Um, Two weeks later, 53-year-old Frida Langer, and also an experienced hiker and survivalist that grew up and was very familiar with the area, went missing on the long trail bordering East Glastonbury. The long trail was the same trail that the 18-year-old went missing on. So it also just strikes me as really odd that people who spend a lot of time outside, like hiking and being outside is their thing. Right. I mean, this area is mountainous. It's very woodsy. So I could see a lot of people that are a little more experienced are handling it. So you think like, well, maybe they fell or something got them, which are theories, but to not find a trace at all, like yeah. they're go- they're having search parties, they're flying helicopters over, like they're not finding anything. And now these are like a big amount of people and they're not finding anything. Frida Langer was hiking a brief half mile with her cousin, Hubert. She was crossing a stream and the, the bottoms of her pants got really, really wet. So they were only a half mile in. So she said, I'm going to go back to camp and change because we're going to I'm going to get cold and you don't want to freeze to death out there. So she went to go change. She ran back to the camp where her husband and her cousin Hubert were just waiting for her because it was only a half mile. Never came back. And you would think that a half mile you would in the hear woods, a scream if something happened or a yell or and even that like only being a half mile away from your camp and being experienced in the woods again you know the route you just walked it it was only a half mile right and a half mile too like I said like if you fell or something tried to get you you would think you would hear yelling or something absolutely you would. Again, helicopters, the Coast Guard, the U.S. Army, local citizens, the Aquanautic Commission helped search for Langer. No trace. Absolutely nothing. That's very, again, another very peculiar disappearance. Yes. So this is the only person that went missing. They actually found a body six months later. Okay. So the corpse was found near the Somerset Reservoir, but that area was super open and it had been searched numerous times within that six months. So it wasn't like they found the corpse in like uh, over a cliff or in a river or anything like that. It was just placed in a field, in a big open field that they had searched many times before. That's that's extremely peculiar because you and I were also just watching on the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, people doing a bunch of searches in an area for a missing person. Then all of a sudden, one day, the person's in an area that's already been searched. Mm-hmm. And the weirdest thing was the body did have decay, but there was no cause of death that could be determined. That's also really weird. So there are a lot of theories. Like I said, there are theories about people getting lost or being eaten or anything like that. 
but a lot of people have reported to also see UFO sightings in this area and Bigfoot sightings in this region. Okay, now we're talking. So it's kind of a hot spot for those things. Other peoples believe that the burst of missing persons between 1945 and 1950 might have been the work of a serial killer. Okay, now we're not talking. <laughs> There's a lot of different theories that people think. I mean, some people think a mountain cat or a lynx or a bobcat all got these people and ate them. But when there's no sign of clothing or possessions or anything like that, it kind of debunks it a little bit. Yeah, or even like, even if they lost the scent, you can still look down and see if there were signs of an attack or a struggle. I I feel like there would be signs of some sort of an animal attack. Right. Um, A weird thing about that was the, all of the cases documented in the disappearances, the time of day when they were last seen was between 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. All of these? All of them. That's very weird. And the time of year that they were all last seen was the final three months of the year. That's now, okay. I don't know what that means, but it must mean something, maybe. Other occurrences that have happened in this area when people are traveling there or passing through, they say that they hear terrifying voices showing up on dead air radio stations. That's very weird. People have reported seeing sightings of mysterious figures that they can't explain. And there is unexplained navigation mishaps where... People will get lost reading maps or GPSs, and also planes have mysteriously crashed there. Okay, so a lot of weird, a <laughs> so, lot of weird so stuff. Kind of like if you took any story that you've heard before and you put it in the Bennington Triangle. <laughs> and you kind, yeah, like it. the The Bennington Triangle to me seems like it's like the the day before grocery shopping, and you're like, what do we have in the house? Okay, well, we have water. We'll make soup or something. And you throw everything you have into this haunted soup. Yeah. It seems like a haunted... to it a haunted soup? Well, it's like there's um, maybe animal attacks, maybe yeah. Bigfoot, maybe UFO, disembodied voices on the radio, strange figures around the same time, the same time of year. It just seems like all these things, all these ingredients for like a perfect haunted, weird place. Right. Right there. Yeah, haunted soup. It is kind of a big haunted... It's a big haunted triangle soup. It is. And we all know that soup is usually served in some sort of a triangular dish. Yeah. Right? A hundred percent. triangle soup dish. Yeah. Well, that's my really heavy story. There's so much other information about all these cases, but that was basically it in a nutshell. That's a lot of information. It is. And a lot of creepy stuff. I know. I'd like to know, does any uh, any of our listeners in Vermont, do you know anything about this place? Yeah, I was thinking that like... People that live there, like, have you heard of this place? Do you know any more of the folklore? Like, Have you been there? Have you been there? Don't go there, maybe. It's not a great place to have your picnic. Are you currently disappeared? Do you need us to find you? Like, maybe by just telling someone? Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's all very weird. I think when there's these disappearances and they're not found, it, it baffles me. Me too, especially when you have animals who are designed to sniff super well that just go, oh, no more sniff. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Lindsay, thank you for your topic. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, no, you're welcome. Oh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Who's more welcome? I don't know. Molly seems like she's pretty welcome. Yeah, probably. Well, let's go to the haunted housekeeping zone, and then when we come back, we'll just do more stuff. Cool. Okay. Well, we will see each and every one of you in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. And guess what? We have a few things to tell you about. And they're secrets. Hee hee hee. And it's not how to clean your haunted bathroom. 
It's not. No, these are secrets. Again, these are this is secret information. If you've made it this far, now you get a whole bunch of secrets. If you would like to find out more about our show, maybe check out some cool new merchandise that Lindsay designed, you can go over to SpookySpousesCast.com, do some scrolling, some looking around, and at the bottom of the page will be some merchandise, which is there for you. Or click the Scavengers Network logo, and it'll take you to all the other great shows on our network. You can get a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt, a blanket for yourself or your dog, and a coffee mug. And you can put whatever liquid you want inside of it. Or if you have a spooky question that you just like cannot survive if you don't ask us, you can call our spooky hotline. You can also text our spooky hotline. We just found this out because we are old and irrelevant. The phone number is 803-816-2667 or... The scarier number... 803-816-BOOZE, which is what ghosts say. It's very scary. Say you have a question about you have a bunch of rats that you think are actually piloting your skin suit. Maybe you have too many trees in your yard like we do and they're scaring your dog. Or they're just scaring you. And maybe one of those trees you're almost convinced you've thought you've heard say, Hey, come here really quick. Maybe the soap in the shower has started communicating with you. Telepathically? (laughs) If so, you can call or text us and let us know about it. 803-816-2667. We would love to hear from you. We would. We'll give you mediocre advice and hopefully make it better. Yeah, hopefully. Also, if you like hearing us talk, which, you know, is not for everyone, you can (laughs) rate and review our show. You can tell a friend. You can tell an enemy. We love it. We do love it. And it means a lot to us. And we do this for free all the time. We sit in our house and just blabble and blabble. And it would mean a lot to us knowing that it means a lot to you. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Stonker, Crinkry, Blips, Blips Pod. You can go to the grocery store and just tell people how much you love us. And then, you know, that counts as a review, right? Yes, that absolutely counts as a review. But you have to record yourself talking to a stranger and telling them about our show. Or it doesn't count? It does not count. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's okay. And as always, we want to thank everybody for listening and sticking with us. We're lucky to have all of you as our pod buds, as our rat boat buddies, or our spooky pals. Stay spooky. I think the spooky house cleaning is clear. Ours is? Yeah. We're done? We're done. Okay, here's an ad for a podcast that we like. Enjoy. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone, you just learned something about whatever... About whatever. I don't know how many things there are to learn there. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, we talk about stuff. Like, our hotline. Mm -hmm. We have a haunted hotline. Our merchandise. Yeah. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like, there's some things you can learn there. Yeah, I think you can learn... Nothing about housekeeping, though, you know? No, nothing at all. There's nothing that's cleanly, clean, (laughs) or tidy about it. It's just kind of all mumbo jumbo. It's just there, man. Yeah. Lindsay, do you want to know about a bathtub? Sure. Speaking of being clean and cleanly, cleanly? Is this a haunted bathtub? Kind of. Hmm. It's... I don't like that. It's not... Well, I don't really know what it is. Okay. Okay, so I found out about a brand new, to me, subreddit called Glitch in the Matrix. Okay. I thought you've talked about this before. You know, if I have, it's because I forget basically everything that I say. (laughs) Right away. So if I have, I'm sure I, you know, if if you say I have, I'm sure I have. Okay. Well, no, maybe you talked about it when you were talking about what aquanauting. What is that thing called? Randonauting. Ran- 
<laughs> Octonauts is a show, isn't it? Yeah, it's like an otter and like stuff. I don't know. Kids like it. Yeah, our nephew likes Octonauts. He does like Octonauts. I can't even remember what that app is called. Randonaut. Yeah. Randonauting. Maybe that's what it was because they kind of had like a glitch in the Matrix. I th- that's I think that's what it was. Yes. Or maybe I'm just thinking the Matrix. Maybe you just love the Matrix. Maybe I'm just glitching in the Matrix. I just learned kung fu. Do you think? Well, actually, that's kind of weird. Like, think about it. Like, I thought you already talked about this before, and then we're talking about the glitch in the Matrix. Like, think about it. That's weird. Like, maybe I glitched in the Matrix. Maybe thinking that you thought about talking about it. If you think I thought that we were thinking the th- the thought, <laughs> we might have talked about it. I think we so, just glitched. I think we're just glitch, 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 glitching. Yeah. That was my robot glitch. Yeah. Robin, okay. your pizza place? Robin, your pizza place, our new <laughs> robot. That's, wasn't that what it was? Robot? Yeah. It's a robot designed for robbing. You call it the robot. Yeah. You said that. Oh. No, I did, did say that Now you earlier. did glitch in the Matrix. Now, I'm going to move forward so I stop glitching. Okay. I think that's the only way out of this glitch. Yeah. So this is from the subreddit, the name we've said 4,000 times. By Reddit user IO Sunflower. Oh, that's very glitchy. It's a yeah, it's a very glitchy name. <laughs> People say sunflowers are the most glitchy of flowers. Yeah. Yeah. If you put your um if you cut a sunflower and you put your ear to where you cut it, you can hear dial up internet noise. Oh, a lot of people don't know that. One of our friends from high school one time, he really got me because he was smart. And he told me one time that they knew. Okay, I'm going to sound really stupid. No, impossible for both of us. I was in high school and I was kind of gullible because he was a really smart kid and I believed him. But he told me that they found recordings of Hitler and his plans through a banana because p- the potassium in bananas can record conversation, but briefly. Wow. Wowee. Anyways, keep going. Okay. Oh, do you want to just move, move past it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well. It's not true if anybody is thinking that it. If anybody wants to know the end of that story. Well, we don't know it's not true. We don't, I mean, maybe potassium could be the most receptive mineral. Maybe. Nutrient. Maybe. To sound. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone scream at your, scream at a banana. Scream at it as loud as you can. <laughs> and then put it, I don't know, put it in a freezer so it doesn't go like, it doesn't totally yeah, spoil. Yeah, to preserve it. Mm-hmm. Put it in your freezer. Keep it there. Take it out a year from today. And put your ear up to it or plug in some headphones to it. Just stick your uh, eight-inch plug. Just yeah. Stick it right in the side and yeah. and see and turn the volume knob on your banana all the way up and then see if you can hear yourself you screaming have, at it. Is turning up the knob on the banana just peeling it? No, that's ruining it on the very Well, you top. have to peel it off and then you'll hear the scream. No, you okay. have to. That's why you plug in through the skin. Uh-huh. Turning the volume up, you, sh- you shake it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you shake it really hard You better hard put instructions because I don't think a lot of people are going to okay. get that. Grab a banana. Scream at it. Scream secrets at your banana. Put uh-huh. it in the freezer. Take it out a year from when you put it in there. Jam a pair of headphones in. Uh, put, the ear, put your headphones in. Uh, bananas do not have Bluetooth stuff. And then shake the banana as hard as you can to turn the volume up, mm-hmm. which we all know that's how it works. Yeah. And then see if you can hear your screams. Okay. Continue with your story. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. What a- I don't know why I share these stories because, like, people will probably think I'm the dumbest person in the world. No, they're impossible. like, she lives in the woods and she thinks bananas can record messages. I don't think that makes you dumb. I think that makes you fun. You know what? Some say creative. You know what? It makes you creative and unique. Sure, it does. Okay, okay. I'm going to talk about this bathtub now. Okay. Okay. So. The title of the story is called, I think my bathtub glitched the Matrix and I'm honestly a little freaked out. A little? A little. Like if I saw anything glitch the Matrix, I'd be a little more than a little freaked out. Yeah. Some would say a lotl. Yeah. An axolotl. An axolotl freaked out. Yeah. Edit. I have included links to pictures with timestamps throughout and they they have. Uh, Okay. It's a very thorough story. It's weird. Okay. It's just peculiar enough to make you go, huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's the story. So yesterday evening, I went to draw a bath, but instead of sitting in it as it filled, 
I decided to sit on the bathroom rug and scroll through Twitter. When it sounded like it was pretty full, I turned off the faucet and went back to scrolling through my feed for a few minutes, all without looking up from my phone. After a few minutes, I stood up and went to step in the bath, but I found it was completely empty. Not only was it completely empty, but it was totally dry as if I had never filled it in the first place. I was so shocked I just stood there with one foot in the empty bathtub for a few seconds. Then I sat down as if maybe my eyes were playing tricks on me and I would end up sitting in a nice warm bath, but it was still empty. I know you're probably thinking, well, if you weren't looking while you were filling it, then you probably just accidentally left the drain open. Yeah, that's that's what what I, I was thinking. Exactly. Me too. But, Storyteller goes on, I tried to convince myself of this too, despite the fact that I have pretty decent water pressure, which means that all the water doesn't go directly down the drain. Some of it spreads at least to the back of the bathtub while the rest of it drains. Since I use fairly hot water, the bottom of the bathtub would at least be warm, right? And if it did go straight down the drain, then the bottom of the bathtub by the drain would at least be damp, right? It was so strange I ended up texting my family about it and telling my husband when he came back from walking the dog. I talked about it in a goofy and joking manner. Ha 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 ha. I added those laughs. That's (laughs) not part. I was going to say, was that in there or did you add that? And these are laughs that we did. I'll quote us. Ha 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 ha. But I couldn't deny that it kind of freaked me out a little bit. I just put it at the back of my mind and went to bed. Then this morning happened. Did she ever take the bath? Nope, I guess not. Okay. I guess I guess this person was just so freaked out. They're that, like, forget it. Forget it. I don't need a bath. I'm going to go to bed scuzzy and gross. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed like a real grossy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. So uh, continuing on, I usually wake up at about 5.30 a.m. with my husband to make him a lunch for work, take out the dog, put up the dishes, etc. When my husband leaves for work, I go back to sleep for a few more hours. Then I start my day. Usually my day starts with me heading to the bathroom to brush my teeth. And when I stepped inside, I looked towards the bath almost as if I expected it to be full. And it was. Okay. I just stood there, completely in shock, thinking that I'm losing my mind. Eventually, I lean over to touch it. And it's warm, like if somebody had just filled it maybe an hour before. I got so scared that I jumped back in bed. Although I can still see my bathroom through the door, I stupidly left open. Hey, that's not stupid. You just left it open. Yeah, you were scared. You went to your bed. And I immediately texted my husband. He just said that I was probably tired last night and forgot to drain it. But why would the water be warm? If it was the same bath from last night, wouldn't it be freezing cold by now? I'm still sitting in bed freaking out, trying to build up the courage to go brush my teeth and start my day. If anyone has any alternate suggestions as to what might have happened, please let me know. So... It's a pretty simple story. Right. It doesn't, you know, we're not talking about ghosties or the chupacabra or whatever, even though that would be cute if the chupacabra was taking a bath. And he was helping her. He's filling it up for her. Want me to feel you like it this hot or this cold? Is that the chupacabra's voice? Yes. Cool. (laughs) But, But the fact that if the storyteller filled up the bathtub with hot water. Right. Heard it filling. Heard, you know, we all know what it sounds like when you fill a bathtub up. You you can hear it getting full. Mm-hmm. And then turns the water off, goes to step in, dry, nothing, no water. And then okay? it's there the next day. Weird. Then it's there the next day, still warm. And I don't believe anyone else is taking a bath. The storyteller's husband was still asleep. Why would there be bath water in the bathtub still warm? But the husband wasn't still asleep because she texted her husband who had left already. Oh, that's right. But do you think he filled it up to mess with her? That that to me seems like the only explanation that's not glitchy in the Matrix. Right. Yes. yes. But I feel like she might have heard that filling up because she said she got up to make his lunch and take out the dog. I mean, I don't know the layout of their house, but exactly. or maybe someone does know the layout of their house and they're living in their house, which is always a scary thought. And those are real stories and they're yeah. wild. That's why I'm so glad we don't have an attic or a basement. Me too. Like we live in the woods, but we don't have crevices for people to live in. You know, and that's the one thing we loved when we were looking for this house, (laughs) crevice-free. So tell me about the crevices here. Now, what's the crevice sitch? Are we talking high crevice or low crevice? Right. 
crevice, when you say it enough, is an awesome word. Well, speaking of that, I had a friend <laughs> that I worked with. Are you just not going to say crevice? No, I am. <laughs> crevice. <laughs> I had a girl that I worked with that actually had a girl living in their house when they were not home. That's right. Because they would come home and they actually were getting in fights with each other because like there was trash left places or like the shampoo was all gone. Like somebody had a key to their place and when they left for work, they were like using their stuff and like eating their food. Which to me is probably the creepiest thing we've said on this show in a long time. It's weird. Because it's real. And then they realize that like, hey, we're fighting with each other and there's we're not doing it. And then when one of the roommates were home, the a weird knock at the door happened or the jiggle of the door handle because she had stayed home from work sick. Yuck. And her car was kind of parked further away. So like whoever was staying at the house thought they were gone and like wiggled the door handle and then knocked. And when she answered the door, there was a girl there and she was all skittish and then she ran away. I would. Scary. I would. First of all, I would think, and this is before I'd wet my, I I would pee my pants. First of all, I'd go. I knew there were way too many keys and crevices to this place. And then... (laughs) Speaking of crevices, there was a bunch of candy wrappers jammed in the couch. Oh, that's right. And that they got in a big fight. Like, the two roommates got in a big fight because there was a bunch of candy wrappers shoved in the couch. I'm okay, like us, like a long time ago, living with roommates or whatever else. You know, if you want a little bit of my soy milk, I don't care. Yeah. But my treats my candy treats that are like my special treats well and don't shove the wrappers in the couch yeah also well even if it's your own place please don't do that just throw them out but especially if you're trying to be secretive don't store trash in a crevice yeah how about just don't come in people's houses that's not yours and eat all their stuff especially their sweet treats Yeah. Well, anyways, maybe she has something weird living in her house, or maybe her bathtub is from the future. Her bathtub, I think, or could from be, the past, or it could just be a portal in general. Yeah. It to could, where? To to the to yes to yes anywhere <laughs> you want. The bathtub heaven. You know why don't we start calling portals or wormholes? Yeah. Time crevices. Sure. We could. You just really want to say that word. I think. Which word? Uh, you know which word. Yeah, crevice. Yeah. Crevice as as the, like the noun of the thing it is, great word. As the name of a person from the future, also a good word. Trevis. Time crevice. <laughs> <laughs> Trevis. Trevis. Now Trevis is also a great name. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just okay. really I'm so excited about the word crevice and now <laughs> Trevis. Speaking of, uh, what saying, is this episode? I don't know. I, you know, whoever's listening this long, good props. For you. Yeah, props. This show is usually about. Well, no, you and I have talked about creepy stuff, right? Paranormal adjacent. If you like ghosts, you might like the Vermont thing. You might like the glitchy bathtub. Yeah. I think this is fine. And sometimes we talk about crevices or. Rob bots, Robin, your pizza place. Or unwanted guests. Yeah, we do. And that's okay. Yeah. Because you come for the ghosts, you stay for the crevice. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Lindsay, do you want to take uh, or do you want to listen to a voicemail from our spooky haunted hotline? Yeah, we haven't done a voicemail in a long time. I know. No, it's I think one episode. Because we did the Estes method with with my sister. We did. Which that was, hey, that was very fun. It was very fun. It was scary as usual. I mean, we keep going back to the ridges because we go other places and we don't get anything. And then we go to the ridges in Athens and they're, it's craziness. It is. And this time we were higher up on the hill and we got way more stuff. It was very we bizarre. We did. And we got totally different things than when we did in the cemetery. Yeah. Listen to it if you want. It was last episode. Yeah. It was very neat. But what also, what another thing that is also neat is our haunted hotline. 
If you have any questions about ghosts, about your crevices, about trevices, if you think your bathtub is actually actually a portal to time and to anywhere, really, you can call us or text us at 803-816-2667 whenever you would like. Lindsay, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Lindsay. This is Eli uh, from Georgia. Um, I have an update about my raccoon issue and also a question. So a few, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago at this point, I don't know, my wife said that she was seeing smoke come out of one of the sewers that uh, we have seen raccoons go into. Um, we have also been seeing raccoons coming out, going into and coming out of many different sewer entrances. I've tried going up to those sewer entrances and whispering Tom Cruise, like y'all suggested last time, uh, did not get any response. So I don't think there's any sort of Tom Cruise password associated with the secret underground raccoon society. Now, the more concerning raccoon update I have is uh, at night I've been walking my dog, who's a fairly large dog, big greyhound. His name's Barkin. He's a good dog. Um, and I've noticed that I've been followed by raccoons. Uh, there were a couple times when we were walking beside a large wall that uh, circles our apartment complex, and there would be a raccoon just on the wall staring at us. I've tried to uh, hold my dog back to uh, give the raccoon space to either jump off the wall and scamper off or just leave, but uh, the raccoon just sits on the wall and follows us. So I guess my question is, are the raccoons on to me? Should I be concerned? Should I move? All right, well... Uh, yeah, I guess just let me know what you think about me being stalked by possibly angry raccoons. All right, I'll talk to you all later. Bye. I'd like to point out two things very quick. Yeah. One, I am so sorry, and also par for the course, that we apparently told you to whisper Tom Cruise Well, that's what I sewer. was thinking. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I think we gave him not the right password. And you know what's really funny? Okay, weird. This is conspiracy right here. Everyone, Lindsay's eyes just got so big. (laughs) We told him to whisper Tom Cruise because we thought they had like a Scientology raccoon connection down there, right? (laughs) Uh, I guess we did. I think we gave him the wrong password because think about the movie Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. They tell Tom Cruise the wrong password when he goes to the secret society. You're right. And they're on to him. Oh my gosh, you're right. I'm so sorry, Eli. I think we ruined your life. Eli, okay. Lindsay, this is is insane. I think this means for the first time in our entire lives, we've been correct about something. Yeah, if you have not seen the movie Eyes Wide Shut by Stanley Kubrick, it's a good one. It's wonderful. It's creepy. There's a lot of hidden side meetings, so you have to read about that afterwards. But they purposely have Tom Cruise go to the secret society, a.k.a. Scientology, a.k.a. Illuminati party, and they give him the wrong password. They still let him in, but then they know he's all not a member of the group because he said the wrong password. Yes, and then they target him, and then it's bad stuff. Oh my God, I think we ruined Eli's life. No, because f- thankfully, thankfully, raccoons are not smart enough, at least we don't think, to maybe uh, have weapons or yeah, maybe. But, we, but they, I don't know. I've watched a lot of videos on where... raccoon violence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on not raccoon, trying to brag. No. <laughs> <laughs> on, on animals, like I just saw a golden retriever running around with a knife in its mouth. And there is also the video of that one dog that touches certain buttons that says words. Oh, Bunny. Bunny. If you haven't seen Bunny, I think it's like, what about Bunny on Instagram? And it knows human words. Like if anyone has seen the movie Congo starring the one and only Tim Curry, but then also that talking gorilla named Amy, 
Amy, good girl, Amy, Amy. Yeah. It's like that, but it's, it's funny. in real life and it's a dog. <laughs> How about that crab that runs around with a knife? There's that video oh, of that yeah. crab and he's trying to stab people with a knife. Oh, yeah. He already has weapons. He has weapons built into his arms and he found another weapon. Yeah. He had a double weapon arm. He did. He had one weapon arm and one double okay, weapon well, arm. Okay, well, let's think about the movie. What happens to Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? They end up basically just kind of joining. Wait, wait for a minute. Spoilers coming up. Spoilers if for the movie. Okay, Eyes then I Wide won't Shut. even say it. I won't even say it. Well, let's just you say just, this. Eli, you have to watch the movie and whatever they do, you're going to have to do. Bad stuff happens, Eli, and I'm so yeah. sorry to tell you that. But- I think that there could be a way to rectify this. Yeah. There could be a way around it. Maybe you need to... How about this? Instead of watching the movie and going, well, this is my fate. Guess I'll die. Right. Then you need to learn from the movie's mistakes and redirect your own yes. path. Redirect. Now it's time for a redirect. Control A, delete, I guess. <laughs> or um, <laughs> control A, delete. Uh, Eli, select all, get rid of it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. I think give them give them a gift. I think you need to give them a gift. You a need to gi- give them a what, a, for what? I don't know. Garbage. Just <laughs> some, they are Eli, trash cats. Find Eli. Find some bull crap around your house and set it outside. But you have to present it in a like. Yeah, but think about if you leave out trash for a raccoon, it's going to come back. Yeah, but it needs to be special trash is what I'm saying. <laughs> you need to offer it special trash. <laughs> Which, you know Give what? Give the trash cat queen yeah. a special trash gift. You That's really hard to say. Special trash queen a special trash gift. <laughs> it actually is very hard to say. You need to give a gift. You need not... Okay, like think about the presentation of... <sighs> think about your favorite altar... Or if you go on Reddit or anywhere and you like check out some occult stuff or whatever, find like, oh, that's the best altar I've seen. It's very ornate. There's lots of little knickknacks and trinkets and bric-a-brac and whatever. You need to display something like that, something that mimics some sort of an occult sort of altar that shows respect uh, and admiration, but with special trash. Yeah. And it and the raccoons, I'm hoping, will know to deliver that to the queen raccoon. Do you think the queen raccoon is Tom Cruise? I haven't heard anything from Tom Cruise in a while. Like, is he even still alive? He might be running an underground raccoon. If there was smoke, why don't we talk about the smoke yeah, coming out? Yeah, what's about the smoke? Has anyone been throwing away cigarettes and also matches in a separate trash can? Do they smoke can? now? If raccoons, if you catch a raccoon, even worse, like tenfold... A group of raccoons sharing a cigarette, passing it around in the sewer. <laughs> I think then you might not need to move. I don't know. But you need to like, I don't know, uh, throw some like vapes or something down there for them to maybe like try these. These are stop the nicotine. Try these fun vapes. See, we should have never tried to storm Area 51. Now we got trash cats smoking cigarettes and scaring everybody. I don't. Do you think does Eli need to leave a special trash altar? Are you on board with that? I don't know. Well, who was Tom Cruise married to? Is not Nicole Kidman. Kate um, Hudson. No, I can't think of her name right now for on Dawson's Creek. Oh, I don't know. But he like Wait, wasn't it Kate Hudson? No, Kate, no, was Kate Hudson not that person? Who's Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet was in Titanic. Okay, not that one. It's either. not Kate. Winslet. <laughs> Who's Leonardo DiCaprio? He's, you know, Leo. Yeah. I First of all, love Leo. I love Leo, Second too. of all, love Leo. Okay, so I don't know. I, oh, I think we screwed up, Eli. Basically, what happened was we told you to say a password that gave you away. And now they're on to you, and maybe you can make them an offering. Uh, Special trash altar. Yeah. I mean... I don't do, know what else to say. You know, and we've we've reached this crossroads many times in our lives... We don't know what else to say except for you have to make the raccoon queen a special trash altar. Yeah. Or and it's you happened have, multiple times. You have to watch Eyes Wide Shut and then not do that or maybe yeah. do that because if you find find the point in the movie, rewatch Eyes Wide Shut. Find the point in the movie after Tom Cruise gives the wrong password. Find the point where you go, okay, now you've reached the point of no return. 
and do the opposite of what Tom Cruise does. Yeah. You need to appease the higher-ups, meaning the raccoon queen. You need to leave a special trash altar, perhaps, maybe some gifts. Uh, that's G-I-F-T, not the animated uh, Yeah, don't memes. just show them, you know, videos. Hey, here's a gif of uh, the guy with the beard nodding his head, really, in, like by a <laughs> river or something. Yikes. Do you think that helps at all? I hope so. I really hope Best it does. Best of luck. Yeah, and please, Eli, if you can, please get as much video evidence as possible. If there's any way... For you to get video evidence, I'm just thinking about like probably the funniest video I'll you and I will ever see in our lives. Lindsay is a compilation video. You know how people make those videos of like every second per day. It's like a picture or like a little movie. It's like here's my 365 vid yeah, of my year. Sure, you get one of those every single day, and it's the same shot. It's you by the sewer whispering a new password into the sewer. That's really going to give you away, though. Yeah, but what if you say the right one? And it's just a video of, you know, whether it's a week, a month, a day where you just throw out a bunch of passwords. Not only would would, would it be a very funny video because you're whispering a password into a sewer, but it would also, you might find the correct password. And then they make you the May Queen, like in Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah, but the raccoon one. Maybe they're following you because you need to take the place of another higher up in the raccoon And they've hierarchy. chosen you. You've been chosen. Yikes. It could be. It could be a number of things. You know, there's a lot of things it could be. Maybe you just you make it a trash altar and see what happens. Maybe watch Eyes Wide Shut. You know, maybe that doesn't help, but it's a good movie still. So yeah, it's you know, it's, it's my favorite Kubrick. Uh, I'll mm. sorry, it is. It okay, is. well, it's my favorite Kubrick. All right, well, <laughs> so well, I hope that helps. Yeah, you know, I I sincerely hope that helps as well because I really I really want you to keep us up to date on what's going on. <laughs> going to say i really want to keep you know talking to you and stuff <laughs> i really want to keep talking to you eli and i want all of us to talk to you because it means that you're safe and it means that you have not been captured right by raccoons yeah wow what a heavy episode <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> okay okay well before we start talking about who knows what else we would like to thank Uh, Our friends over at Native Language Clothing for making the swaggiest drip. And you can find them at nativelanguageclothing.com or go to Instagram, Native Language Co. Search around. They did just uh, stock some cool new Sherpa shorts and they're awesome. And I think they had bubblegum pink ones for girls. They did have bubblegum pink. Yeah. They look cool. They're great. Uh, Use the promo code Spooky Spouses, all one word, all lowercase at checkout and get 30% off of your entire order. Drippy. We'd also like to thank our little flute-armed little buddy boy, Eli (laughs) Rexford Chambers. He wrote the music that you hear at the beginning, the middle, and the end. You can find him on social media at Eli Who Does Music. Yeah, he's he's, he's, uh, he's a gentle boy. We would also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. It's a wonderful podcasting family with wonderful podcasting pals. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com and do a little bit of scrolling. Find out about more shows on the network. Start listening to more shows on the network. Who knows? Maybe you're going to find your new favorite. We don't know. Or you can go to spookyspousescast.com and check out some stuff we have there, merchandise, whatever else. And then you can also access the website that way, the Scavengers Network website. Yeah, check it out. They're always doing fun stuff. We don't have great internet, so we can never participate in any of the fun stuff. But it's nice to, you know, see the aftermath. It is nice to watch from afar. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. In order for us to put our episodes on the internet, we have to drive 15 minutes to use better internet. So that's just a fun fact about us. We out here. We out here. We'd also like to thank each and every one of you because without you, there is no us and we would have just been blabbling. Well, we probably would have been just blabbling anyways, but... Another fun fact, we literally blabble to each other constantly throughout yeah. the day. It's, it's honestly, it's constant. We just, we're just blabble machines. We talk too much. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> but hey, we also, yes, we are also very thankful to have each and every one of you as our pod buds. It means a lot. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your parents about the show. Tell your pets. 
Tell a bunch of raccoons who live under your apartment complex about the show. Tell your kids about the show. It's kid friendly. It is. I Even- did say... The H word. The H word. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry about anybody with little ears that I've offended their little feelings. It's the name of a town and I think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, if you wouldn't mind, help us spread the word about the show. It would mean a lot to us. You don't need to worry about reviewing the thing on iTunes or the stars or whatever. Nothing matters. Just tell people about the show if you want. Yeah. Well, I guess until next week, have a no. Don't have. Do this. Everyone work as hard as you can to help our friend Eli find out the correct password for the Raccoon Kingdom. Yeah, we might have to do a little research. Maybe it's in the Bennington Triangle in Vermont. Maybe someone could tell us more information about that. Or maybe someone just knows it. Maybe our raccoon listeners know. Text us. If you're a raccoon, text us. And you're listening, good for you. And also, send us a text. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you're a raccoon, text our text our hotline, 803-816-2667. Just text us an emoji of, I don't know. Raccoon a- stuff. Okay, we need to end the show. So <laughs> everybody do. have a great week. <laughs> okay, everyone, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Maybe? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Testing my mic. Clean your ears. Tell me your fears. Don't make pee-pee in your underwears. <laughs> <laughs> you mean under underwears? Underwears. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. D- wh- what about the other one in your under... Like the other... Not the pee-pee, but Your the- butt? Well, yeah. This one <laughs> happens from there. Oh, no. Not that one either? No. Okay. I think we tested our mics fine. Okay. Thank you, Linz. Goodbye. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the podcast where the Chatfield sisters try and get their very shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of silly topics. We weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way. And Shelly likes it. Right, Shelly? I just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything, but it's very hard. Look for new episodes every Tuesday on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y HasOpinions.com. Join the Shelly gang! Goodbye! Goodbye! See ya! Babe, well...